Everybody, welcome to another episode of Daily Dose. Um, I love, love, love hanging out with you all. Um, today's going to be a fun day. We've got um, a bunch of interesting discussion points, got some news to go over. Um, can't wait to hear from you all in the comments. Um, but I, it's really important to me. I love it. I love reading your comments. So smash that purple comment button uh, in the bottom right of your screen and say hello. We've got uh, a fun question, I think, today, which I would love for you to answer in the comments, which is, what are your Web3 New Year's resolutions? Tag someone who can hold you accountable. So please share those Web3 New Year resolutions uh, in the comment below and uh, tag somebody, you know, say, you know, like tag your mom. Um, if your mom's on Twitter uh, or your dad or your brother, your sister, or maybe, um, you know, your kid, maybe your kid's on Twitter and they can help hold you accountable. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I see Christine. What's up? Uh, so good to see you. She and I are always talking about how we feel like parents on Twitter and uh, we're always trying to uh, be the grownups. So, uh, would love to hear from you. Also, y'all, guess what? We have an official Twitter account. Woo! We, we, we need Dennis and his little, his little air horn noise. Um, Clemente, you want to do it? Or I bet the voice has an air horn noise he can play for us. You know, it's, it's something I'm missing from my uh, soundboard. What? I, I know. It's such, such bow, a... Bow, bow. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks, Restivo. Okay, so that's the uh, unofficial air horn. Um, and uh, yeah, we have a Daily Dose account, y'all. And it's actually at Daily Dose, believe it or not. Um, so please follow it. And, uh, you know, I, I I may hop on that account and drop a pull-up someday. So I would encourage you to follow. Oh. Whoops. I mean, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I just uh, I just pinned one of their your uh, the first tweet my- of it. It's getting my Twitter <laughs> set up. Yeah. Props <laughs> if you understand where that tweet come from. You all old school twitter folks who were around in 2006 like i was uh um, so anyway yeah follow the account's gonna be a lot of fun um you know most of the action's gonna come out of my account still we're still gonna host the show from my account um but it, it it's important for you to all follow that account so um all right it's showtime and uh we've got a lot of good things lined up uh i want to kick it off uh with the mintify market daily report now why do we do this so let's back up and talk about the show right The Daily Dose uh, is all about bringing you education, empowerment, connection, making sure you're up to speed on what's happening in Web3. We're hoping this is your your stop where you get uh, informed and connected. So um, every day I was uh, looking at numbers, looking at analytics, looking at charts, using Mintify uh, to do a bunch of market analysis. And then uh, was chatted to the team and said, you know what, why don't you all sponsor the show and read a daily uh, market report. And they said, awesome, let's do it. Um, so really appreciate Mintify as, as one of our sponsors there. An NFT uh, pro trading tool, world-class analytics. Um, you can uh, check out their lifetime pass, uh, which is an NFT collection. Just head to mintify.xyz. Uh, but they're going to read the news, or sorry, the market report as always uh, for us. Uh, hit it. Presenting the market daily report. Brought to you by Mintify, the leading NFT aggregator. Appreciate the voice. Uh, over to y'all at Mintify. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for uh, having us. And as always, thank you for that intro. Uh, let's check this out. 
The total 24-hour market volume, 5.57 million, down a little bit. The highest sale, 300 ETH for Board Ape, 47.43. Top three collections for volume, Azuki number one today, 1.5K ETH traded, 14 ETH floor price. Board Apes number two, 1.28K ETH traded, 82 ETH floor price. And then Board Ape Kennel Club, just under 1K ETH traded, 10 ETH floor price. Lots of... uh. Lots of momentum going on up there. The top gainers, producer C up 87% and Degenimals. Uh, I might be saying that wrong. Up 77%. Top losers, Zorgles down 87% and Kim NFT down 86%. Noteworthy market updates. Rolling Stone announces its collection uh, Matriarchy Now, an 11-part NFT collection with a musician that is definitely not a PG name. So you can check that out in the link if you're interested. Uh, next up, tokens.com has acquired Coco NFT. And lastly, SBF has uh, pleaded not guilty. While what? <laughs> the crypto market... I, sorry, I had to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm right? just going to fall over and I'll get right back up. Okay, sorry, carry on. No, that's all right. I was uh, kind of under the same impression, but you know how it goes with all that stuff. Uh, I guess we'll see how that develops. Well, uh, crypto got a nice little uh, pump yesterday, still within the same general range. Ethereum right around uh, 1250, up about 3 4% on the day. Uh, not looking too bad. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, let's uh, let's get have a great daily dose, as always. Appreciate that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have a good daily dose. I'm up for that. Um, let's, uh, let's keep cranking. We've got some fun Web3... New Year's resolutions coming, y'all. I want to read some of them already. We've got Mike, who's Huncho underscore E, said, my Web3 New Year resolution is to become a better trader. Someone who can hold me to that is Lucky Trader HQ. Bada bing. <laughs> One of our awesome friends and sponsors. All right. Uh, Pineapple said uh, their Web3 New Year's resolution is finish building out a vision for a big project some partners and I have uh, at Waza. Rashid can hold me accountable. Love that. I got another one from One Global NFT. They said, my Web3 goal is to become more selective on what I mint and to sell my first NFT for a profit. I've never sold NFTs. Love that. Um, I'm sure we're all kind of aware there's a big mint today with meme land. I know after the show, I'm going to run out uh, to the bank and uh, mint a couple of those guys and girls. So uh, no, not financial advice, but I, I am excited about that one. Um, so let's uh, let's keep cranking on our next segment. Um, before I do, though, I just want to say hi to a couple more folks in the audience. I haven't done this for a while. So uh, Barbie, good to see you. Uh, DGen Mom, appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we've got uh, illerupt.eth. Uh, James, good to see you all. Enron, thanks for stopping by. Y'all, it means so much to me and the team when you spend your valuable time with us. So uh, really, really appreciate you. Um, let's kick it off uh, for our new section. Uh, one, another one of our amazing sponsors is Lucky Trader. I met Matt uh, uh, a while back at NFT NYC, and he was telling me about this app that was uh, aggregating all the important news real time. And I was like, I need to try that. And I love it. So uh, Lucky, Lucky Trader is uh, an app I have with notifications on. It's just the best high quality uh, news source in the space, in my opinion. So uh Let's uh, do a little intro and then we'll hand it over. It's time for the Daily Dose News, a summary of news from around the Web3 world, brought to you by Lucky Trader. 
Love it. I still kind of pause and wait for that awkward song part at the end where I used to sing Lucky Trader has the news, but I'm glad we don't do that anymore. Lucky Trader. Uh-huh. Oh, we, we missed that oh, wait, so here much. Here we go. Let's hit it. Trader has the news. <laughs> just, just for all time's sake, that's for our, our friends over at Lucky Trader. Over to you all for the news today. Amazing. And thank you for that, Ryan. Everyone, good morning and welcome to Lucky Traders Top Web 3 News Stories for today. The NFT market is pumping as several projects see double-digit gains ahead of today's major meme land captains mint. Most of the projects seeing recent surges are in the lower end or low cap sector with floor prices between 0.5 ETH and 1.5 ETH, led by projects like RecGuy. Cubs, Sappy Seals, Little Pudgies, and others. The top end market did see two major grail sales overnight with a 250 ETH Spirit Azuki and 300 ETH Trippy Board Ape sale as whispers of a mini bull run for NFTs get louder. Artblocks introduced a new allow list function for artists to use in 2023. The allow list was tested out by artist Ixne for their implications drop in late December and founder Snowfro observed that the slower-paced allow list minting ahead of the public sale better informed the overall minting process. It will be up to artists individually to determine if they want to use the allow list function for upcoming drops. Social metrics site NFT Inspect is shutting down. NFT Inspect gained notoriety both for its NFT influencer rankings as well as being the primary site displaying PFP usage metrics across popular PFP collections. After the announcement, several prominent community members comments about trying to buy or save the site, so perhaps the team's fate is not yet sealed. NFT founder DNP3 admitted to gambling away project funds in an announcement yesterday. DNP3 was the founder of several projects, including the Goobers NFT, Metaverse Platform, Gridcraft Network, and charity-focused cryptocurrency ClueCoin, In his statement posted on Twitter, DMP said he was incredibly addicted to gambling and that he was sorry. Last, and in some unfortunate negative news, high-profile NFT hacks continue. Earlier this week, the Artifact COO was a victim and had several clones and other NFTs totaling over 100 ETH stolen. And then last night, a notable punk owner lost four CryptoPunks, likely valued over $500,000 raising the question of security in the NFT space once again. Some good news and some bad today, Ryan, and definitely a reminder for all of us to be cautious. Back to you. Thanks, Lucky Trader. Appreciate you uh, bringing the important news. Um, let, let's just have this be our, our, our recurring um, security reminder, y'all. A couple important things. So number one, use a password manager uh, like a 1Password. Um, and then secondly, and this is just good old web two uh, uh, security. Um, you know, then make sure to use two factor authentication, but not over SMS. Do not use SMS for two factor auth- authentication. Uh, use uh, an a, an app like Google Authenticator. Uh, and then, thirdly, for web three security, you know, please buy uh, something like a ledger uh, for all of your important um, assets. Uh, please store your your seed phrase somewhere safe. Uh, only meant from hot wallets, you know, uh, kind of security one-on-one. It's, it's scary out there. Uh, please don't click on links and DMs. Um, you know, just important stuff. Uh, there's, there's so many folks that are trying to scam you, so just be really, really careful. And just a reminder, you'll never receive a link and a DM from anyone on this team. Uh, we may send you 
you know, words or, or ideas, but there's never going to be links. Uh, so if you see a link coming from, you know, folks are going to try to uh, scam you now from that daily, from a daily dose uh, like account, watch out, right? There's only one. We're never going to send you links. So uh, just to remember, just a reminder, uh, stay safe. It's super scary out there. Um, all right. There's some more fun. Switching back to fun stuff. Lots of fun. Web3 New Year resolutions. Uh, Isabella said, number one, create more than I consume. Number two, take profits uh, with a little crying face, happy crying face. And number three, seek out like-minded people. And they are tagging Tony Payne. Love it. So hopefully you find a lot of those like-minded people here in the audience. Um, Crypto Bull uh, said, honestly, I didn't create a Web3 resolution, but I will read these comments and see if anyone's ideas align with mine. Find something I can relate to, then try to hold that person accountable, and hopefully they can do the same for me. Love it when you all support each other and and um, and lift each other up. Uh, then another one from Jose Para. They said, participate more in Twitter spaces. Love it. The second one is start an MBA. Awesome. And the third one is be part of the Daily Dose community. Love it. Let's do it. All right. Um, let's transition to our first discussion. Um, and just a reminder, uh, we, we love it when you all request to come up on stage. Uh, like I said in my Twitter thread today, being on stage or requesting doesn't get you on the allow list or doesn't help you get PO apps or anything like that. Just come on up if you have something valuable to say. Uh, it's really important to add value. Um, so request that mic, come on up, and we'll, we'll chit-chat about our first subject, which is influencers. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I think you all have seen just the talk, talk, talk about the new meme coin bonk. Uh, it's on Solana. And just so we're just FYI, remember, just because we talk about something does not mean we're promoting it. Uh, we're not telling you to go buy a bunch of bonk. Um, and I think we saw this social media narrative, narrative play out. It was pretty common in NFTs in 2022, which was this. People buy into something, tweet about it, either promoting it for their own gain or just for fun. Number two, it turns into a game of hot potato and a lot of people end up losing money. And then number three, others argue that it's the follower's responsibility to do their own research and it's on them if they lose money because they bought into an influencer pump. So the question that I want to talk about, um, want to discuss on stage, also would love for you to, to, to chat about in the comments uh, is this, what responsibilities do influencers have, if any, in promoting financial assets to their followers? And what are the best practices to follow in doing your own research as you navigate this space with influencers uh, uh, talking about various projects and assets? Um, so let's chat a little bit about that um, and, and try to figure out what's the best practices for y'all uh, to avoid these uh, influencer pump and dumps. Um, you probably saw this morning, I, I tweeted out that I uh, wrote a transparency page uh, specifically inspired by Zeneca, just so everybody knows exactly what are my wallets, what projects am I advising on, um, you know, where where are my bags, uh, so that uh, it's always uh, transparent to you all. Uh, but also, I, I try really hard to, to say up front, hey, I own this project. In fact, I should remind you, uh, I own a bunch of potatoes. So when I'm talking about me being excited about meme land, that's because I got a big bag, um, you know, and I always want to be transparent about those things. So let's talk about it. Uh, Kix, I see your hand. Hello. Yo, thanks for having me, man. Um, Welcome. Uh, it's, it's really fun to be here. I've been here so many times. First time talking. Um, 
I think some influencers really don't know like how big their audience actually is and how big their influence mm. is. And it's as soon as they mention that they are, you know, that they are promoting it or that they are, uh, or that you need to do your own research. I think it's good. But if they don't, you know, some people can, can think that it's actually like an alpha car or something and people can lose money on it. And that, I think then they're low-key responsible if people lose money. Got it. So, so you feel like they should state it clearly. Um, yeah, Hey, sure. I've got a bag for sure. before, before you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Got for it. Sure. Yeah, thanks, Kix. All right, appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, Bobby next. Hello, Bobby. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I love the show. Welcome. Um, yeah, about uh, influencers. So it's a kind of a hard question here because there's a lot of influencers that do have integrity in their calls or in the projects that they're promoting. But there's also influencers that take paid chills. And for a lot of people in the space that are kind of susceptible to, um, let's say, some of these influencers because of their following, it might be like easier for them to hop on a trend or hop on one of their tweets about a project. And that's also something that I think we need to communicate more mm. uh, in this space in general to find out, you know, who are the people that we can get behind and that, that hold their integrity. Like I know some callers personally that I trust um, and some influencers as well, but there's yeah. also a ton that, yeah, take paid chills and you might not even know. So that's a kind of a question that, yeah, kind of we need to cover. Yeah. Like, and how do you find out? Thanks, Bobby. I mean, I blunt advice, y'all. I mean, I, I think just presume everybody has a financial motivation somehow, right? And understand uh, it's really hard to know what that is. Um, and uh, I think I think it's be cautious is my is is my initial state, right? Presume even if, even if someone has integrity, right, they have a family to take care of. They have loved ones to take care of. Like ultimately, you know, all of us are going to take care of our loved ones first, right? Uh, now, what does that mean? Well, you know, you're going to make choices that ultimately benefit you and your family. Now, if you have integrity, you, hopefully you'll be upfront about that. Um, you know, I always try to do that. I know Zeneca tries to do that. I know a, a lot of really good folks in the space do that. But I think you just have to presume like every, everybody's got an angle. Um, you know, one of, um, uh, uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies is white Christmas. And, uh, there's this, um, scene where, um, uh, I'm blanking on the actor, the famous actor's name, um, uh, Bing Crosby. He says, you know, everyone's got an angle. It's okay. You know, and, and you just kind of have to remember everyone's got an angle and I don't want to be cynical, but that's, that's, it's important to understand that. Uh, and be aware of that. And you can always ask people, Hey, what are your wallet addresses? Like I want to inspect and see what's actually happening. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. We're, we're trying to build a space here with daily dose where you can feel safe, right? Where you can feel included and, and you're not being, um, you know, shilled or promoted or, or uh, we've got some secret bag, you know, we want this to be a safe place uh, where you can come to, but, but you should always research, right? So Clemente, I see your hand. Yeah, and this is just something that I'm I'm just now reflecting on. Uh, initially, I was thinking about like, hey, just influencers talking about projects, but then you have the uh, other side of it, which is like, quote unquote, alpha callers, right? That are talking about, hey, this project looks really good because of X, Y, and Z reason. That's another really gray line to to think about. And and uh, from my point of view, like four or five months ago, what I used to do 
was I would actually post about, hey, this project looks really good at X ETH for X, Y, and Z reason. I actually stopped doing that once I started co-hosting the Daily Dose with you, Ryan, because I didn't feel like I had the right that enough time to really make the right the right calls. And for at least for me, I didn't feel like those those quote unquote alpha calls were were a scalable way for at least myself to create content because it's a yeah. really gray line to follow. It's but then it's scary. also like, hey, if, if someone like if, if you talk about a project and you're bought into it, it's like you're almost expected to have bought into it because like, hey, if I if I have confidence in it, shouldn't I own this as well? Yeah. Um, so it's really, really uh, interesting kind of discussion to be having here. And then the last thing I'll say is like, what sucks about the NFT space is it's such a game of speed. So it's almost if you do your own research, you're at a disadvantage because you're missing out on because I missed the mint. Yep. No, I, I I agree. It, it, I, you know, let's all encourage each other uh, to take a breath, take our time, you know, on this meme last on this meme land mint today, for instance, take your time. Like don't do not uh, FOMO into anything. Um, You know, I'm only buying in because I've done a ton of research and the fund owns a bunch of potatoes and like I've prepared for this. Right. Um, But if that's not you and, and then don't do it. Right um, now, it's interesting, Clemente, because you pointed out like we used to do a segment on the show called the the um, the Poppin Project. That's actually where the Poppin Post Show got its name, and we dropped it because I felt it was too dangerous for us to be highlighting a project. You know, talking about the fact that we were thinking about minting it, um, it was too dangerous for you listeners, right? Because uh, we didn't want to guide you and say you should be doing this because it might not work. And, uh, the last thing I want to want to do ever is lose you all money. You know, I, I had one project where I advised, um, I promoted it heavily. It turned out that I felt I, after the mint, I wasn't comfortable with the project and I pulled out and I refunded, you know, personally over 200 ETH to people. Um, and that was brutal and I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) It's, you know, too painful for everybody, too painful for me. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just not going to call projects on that. And I think, I, I think Clemente is right. We should ask ourselves, what's, you know, who are these alpha callers? What, what's their motive? Um, what's their financial incentive? What's their track record? And there may be some of you in this audience that are alpha callers and I'm not throwing shade on you, but I'm, I, I do think we should be very wary of people whose job is it to, to call these projects. Um, there's just so much that could go wrong with that. Um, and also if someone's an alpha caller, like, why are they still in the game? I mean, they, they, they should be wealthy by now, uh, uh, you know, on a beach. Right. So why are they in discord telling you what to buy? I don't know. I, I guess you can see I'm a little biased here. Um, let's go to Ziana next. How are you doing? GM Ryan, GM Clemente. Um, yeah. Uh, the problem is with hopping on a space is that I feel like a lot of people make very similar points to what you're going to say. So not to sound like I'm in an echo chamber, but, I definitely think that, um, you know, as much as influencers and and quote unquote alpha callers are requiring transparency from these projects, whether it's pre or post mint, I feel like they should be willing to be just as transparent, right? And I know you mentioned, Ryan, in regards to the wallets, um, and not that the space is meant to sell shame because I, I wouldn't do that. You know, people need money for different reasons in the space, but... I think if you are going to attempt to try and pump a project to make the space your exit liquidity, you should be transparent about that. So 
Um, that's just kind of my take on that. And, you know, uh, and as regards to like influencers for maybe like a pre-mint project, I think they are beneficial when it comes to a healthy reach. Uh, but then it's also the responsibility of the space, us who just kind of rely on these influencers to give us information um, because they seem to have more time than most common people do to, to really look into them, you know, see what they're about, how transparent are they and so on and so forth. So I, I couldn't agree more with everyone's points that have been made on stage. Yeah, I hear you. Thanks, Yana. Um, you know what I think would be a killer company for someone to launch and, and maybe someone's already working on it is a user-friendly version of Etherscan. Um, and I think it would be killer for uh, us all to be able to to go in, enter a wallet and have it actually, I mean, I can do it. I can navigate Etherscan, but oh my goodness, it's hard. Um, and it feels like you need a computer science degree to do it. Um, but it shouldn't be like that. It would be great. And if anybody knows about a tool like that, where you can put in an address, you can really easily understand like, what is this wallet done uh, in a visual uh friendly UI to understand, does this look like someone that pumps and dumps or does this, you know, how successful has this person been before I take their advice? Um, I would love to use that tool. So (laughs) that'd be great. Um, Let's take a couple more comments. I think in general, we all agree, Hey, um, influencers should disclose their wallet addresses. They should disclose uh, any equity holdings they have. They should disclose any friendships they have. Um, They should definitely disclose if they're being paid um, I think we all agree on that. Um, I would love to hear uh, from speakers any more advice for for folks that are hearing from influencers. Like, how do you vet those things if you're not sure? Um, so let's uh, let's go a couple more hands. Um, I'm seeing a bunch of great comments though on uh, the question that Clemente asked and posted. Um, and you know, for instance, uh, uh, Juan Global NFT said the influencers should do their research on the project too to see if the project they're promoting is legit and also state they're being paid. Um, yeah, you'd hope at a minimum people are doing research on stuff they're promoting. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's go to Hong next. Hello. GN, GN guys from Malaysia. GM, hey, thanks for tuning in from Malaysia. It's probably super late your time. Uh, 12. Yeah, 12 a.m. Appreciate you staying up for us. It's a part of the job. Nah, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, hmm. about influencers actually I think a lot of people a lot of us got into the space because of influencers my my first mint actually was from a, like an NBA players collection and then of course I got rocked like everybody else though but <laughs> brutal <laughs> but it happens yeah uh and like the recent news about like influencers is like Logan Paul, right? I think everybody knows that. And it's just uh after we get know get to know about this space more, it's just like disgusted to hear these stories like these people already well off. And then I met a lot of people like past year I've been in this space, like they just trying to get by and like these people just don't right. I think Logan's care. doing fine. Yeah. You know, he probably doesn't need the mint money. I I'm bet guessing. He does. And like his recent video, like he's going to restart the project. I'm like, bro, if Coffeezilla didn't make the video, you 
we're gonna ever talk about this ever again like no just do it right from the beginning yeah um hong i hear you i appreciate you stopping by um yeah i you know i i, I honestly feel like people should should do their reps and be in the trenches and be in the industry for a long time, you know, before, uh, uh they're launching their next thing. I just think it, uh, getting in and, and having the credibility and the, and the track record is really important. Um, you know, and you see folks popping in the space and then, you know, minting a project a month later, it just can't, can't be good. Right. Um, there could be theoretically that that might work, but uh, on the whole, you just think this, this doesn't uh, look like a long-term project. So um, let's go next to uh, ICO beast. How's it going? Hey, good morning guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I was just going to say, I know we, we all hashed out that influencers should really watch what they're showing and talking about. Um, I'm an attorney. So legally speaking, that's very true, especially with enforcement actions we've seen against um, nice. actors from the, the 2017 cycle um, of ICOs and that sort of thing. But I was going to say, I think it's important um, for people to have a group of people they can talk to about projects they're interested in. Um, so you can hash them out with people you trust before you really go into something. Um, that's what I have with, with some friends online. Uh, we talk about all the projects before we degen into them, um, sometimes more talk than, than other times. Um, and most of the time that helps us filter out um, the crap projects and things that really have legs. I agree. Yeah, it, being able to chat it out um, with people you trust and you have to make sure that that group is somebody, a group you truly do trust. Um, otherwise, it's really hard to know, again, who has a bag, you know, who has a motive here. Um, uh, and so I appreciate you bringing that up. It's actually a perfect uh, opportunity for us to transition to our nerd alert. So uh, hit it, the voice. It's time for the nerd alert. Appreciate it. Thank you. So the nerd alert today is Federal Trade Commissions Act, Section 5. And just remember, uh, I'm not a, a, an attorney uh, like our friend ICO Beast. Uh, so I just have a general idea of how this regulation works. But I want to bring it up uh, to all of you listeners. I think it's important. So under Section 5 of the FTC Act, it is unlawful for a company to engage in any act or practice that is likely to mislead consumers, whether by design or as a result of failing to disclose material information. This includes false or misleading advertising, as well as deceptive pricing or billing practices. Uh, you probably all remember this, but in October of 2022, the SEC fined influencer Kim Kardashian. Uh, oh, I just uh, just muted everybody. One second. <laughs> I was like tapping my phone while I was while I was getting excited about this. Sorry, everybody. Good thing I didn't click end. The space could just been over. Okay. Uh, so as I was saying, you probably all remember in 22 uh, that the SEC fined influencer Kim Kardashian a million dollars for not disclosing a cryptocurrency promotion. She also had to return the 260k she was paid for for doing the promotion. Uh, the FTC sent warning letters to over 90 individuals about undisclosed ads back in 2017, although most of us argue that's just not enough being done to protect consumers. Um, so I wanted to, to make sure you all understand a little bit about the, the law and what's happening in America. I know we have an amazing global audience, uh, and so there's different uh, laws in different countries, but I want to point out uh, what the Federal Trade Commission Act, Section 5, was. Uh, Clemente. Yeah, and just wanted to add here what, what's important 
is uh, like what, what a lot of people say is like the FTC doesn't really have too much power as far as like punishment goes. Like they, they give fines, but there's not really like as far as I'm concerned, they give out jail time or anything like that. The big thing to watch out for here, though, is uh, if the SEC gets involved, they're the ones that can hand out like heavy fines and can really start laying down the hammer like they're the big kahuna. So the question here and the reason why this is important is whether or not NFTs or cryptocurrency becomes a security, because if they become a security, that's when the SEC becomes involved over and instead of the FTC. So that's when the big kahuna can step in and actually start laying down some really big punishments for these undisclosed uh, promotions of security. So that's something to, to be mindful of here. Thanks, Clemente. Appreciate it. Um, uh, Clemente pinned a tweet that I, I put up this morning. This is not to make me look good or, 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 or um, to try to ask for a pat in the back. Uh, what I'm trying to do is encourage others in the space to, to, uh, to do what I uh, saw Zeneca doing, which is uh, launching a transparency page with all their wallet uh, addresses, all their advisorships, um, and, and be very public about it. So uh, let's all ask folks in the space who are influencers to do the same, you know, let's, um, let's require it and, uh, ask, uh, for more responsibility, more transparency. Um, there really should be nothing to hide. Like, you know, you could ask me anything and I would answer, um, because I've got nothing to hide. And I think everyone else, uh, in an influencer space before you take their advice should be willing to, uh, to do the same. Uh, so just kind of want to put that out there. Um, uh, Clemente, thanks for the idea on the nerd alert. Um, Let's read a couple more amazing Web3 news resolutions, and then we're going to uh, switch to our next subject, which is how to get a job in Web3. I know a lot of us are really excited about it and talk a lot about it. Um, here's a couple uh, Web3 New Year resolutions. Uh, one from Narbash. Uh, 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 sorry, that was a comment on the topic Uh which I'll read anyway. Narbash was talking about influencers said influencers shouldn't promote financial assets in general because most of them don't even know what they're talking about. But if so, they should be transparent and disclose everything. But also we shouldn't follow blindly and double, triple, quadruple research everything. Um, so I appreciate y'all all chiming in. Um, just so you all know, we're going to cycle through speakers and requests just because we're switching to a new topic. Uh, appreciate y'all joining the stage. Um, uh, but now that we're switching, uh, um, subjects want to cycle through to new speakers. Uh, here is a fun web three new year resolution from big les, uh, which is meta big les. Uh, they said, my goal is to be able to speak Russian at a decent standard. It'll help me have a deeper relationship with my girlfriend's parents, uh, as that is their native language. Love it. And they've tagged, uh, let, let Latvia's go talent, which I love. Thanks for sharing that. Um, saw another, uh, great, uh, web three goal. Uh, here we go. Um, so Yippie said, be more attentive to the need of my other half and help out more on housework. And they've tagged Katie Chank, uh, which is really fun. Uh, big bad wolf said my new year's resolution is to invest in myself, quit smoking a month ago and still going strong. Want to focus on health, family, and invest in myself for the next leg up in life. Congrats, Big Bad Wolf. Little, little, uh, probably surprising fact about me. I used to smoke, um, uh, 
in my Boy Scout days, I never did, but then I moved to Europe and everybody smoked in London when I moved there. <laughs> so took the bad habit and uh, eventually kicked it. It's hard to quit smoking. So uh, big bad wolf, uh, appreciate you doing that. That's hard. Um, let's go. Uh, uh, let's go next to the voice. Good to see you. Glad to comment on this because I, I feel rather passionately about people working in Web3 and how to get started on it. The way I got started on it, and I think I've mentioned this before, is I was part of a community and I felt passionately about it just as the community. And uh, I started uh, little commercials for the community. And it was supposed to be like an infomercial, like, are you tired of getting rugged? You know, that, that sort of. Uh, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And uh, I did it for free. Didn't do it for to be paid or anything like that. And I just did something that I thought would be valuable to the community. Well, then from doing that, you get people that are within that community that are a part of other communities that say like, hey, I'd be really be interested in you doing this. Would, would you mind doing that for us as well? And I started to do that. And eventually it gets to be where, you, you know, you get enough work where you can say like, okay, I can't do that anymore for free. Uh, I'd be willing to take payment for it. And next thing you know, people give you a very small amount of money because you don't really have a uh, portfolio to fall back on. But eventually, the portfolio does grow and grow and grow, and people hear your product, or in my case here, maybe they see your product if you're making some sort of visual medium. And eventually, people do start realize the value that you bring to the community. So my answer for how do you work in Web3 is just start working in Web3. Just find something you're passionate about. I love that. Do it. And then eventually people will see your value. Gosh, that's so good. And I want to um, uh, call out the voice because he did a, a great job of, of running a playbook that uh, I would encourage you all to think about. And, and I, 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 he's very genuine, awesome person. I met him in person. Lovely. We hugged it out. So uh, it's not like he had some Machiavellian plan here, but, but, you know, we started running the daily dose he hopped on, um, uh, on stage. And, uh, I remember we needed some sound effects and he just started cranking them out and it was so much fun and it added so much value. Um, and, and it, it's the whole give, give, give. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk is famous for this, you know, give, 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 ask. Right. And as humans, it just is the way we work, right? That if we can give to someone and give to someone and give to them genuinely, uh, it builds a relationship, right? And somehow that karma will come back to you. Um, so that, that was a, a really, really good example of that, you know, I want to give props to Clemente. You know, th the reason why Clemente is my co-host is because he contacted me and said, Hey, you know, I love what you're doing. I have some ideas for how we can make the show even better. Uh, you know, can I help? Um, and boom, you know, now we're working together, uh, Clemente. Go ahead. Yeah, a quick, quick thing to add there. Like, I think the, the biggest thing is, as uh, you start thinking about whether or not you want to start working in Web3, like the biggest thing that I've learned over the last year of, of being in this space kind of a full time is I think having a level of autonomy is really important. Like not waiting for permission for someone to tell you like, hey, yeah, let's do it. But leading with value, right? And I like, I didn't approach Ryan and say, hey, like this is what I want to do. I actually showed him. I was like, hey, this is exactly what segment I would do if I was in your shoes. If we were working together, I'd be doing X, Y, and Z for you and just doing it. Because when you see it visually, it like from the receiving person's point of view, it helps them be able to visualize exactly what it's going to look like. And then as a flip side, like you want that barrier to entry to be as small as possible. So you like what they're going to be going through is they're going to be thinking, 
and Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, how much time is this going to take for me to bring someone on? Is it going to be difficult? So having that level of autonomy and and kind of self direct is, is really important. I think. hundred percent. Yeah. Just add value. Um, and it, but in your, in your area of expertise, like the voice was saying, you know, his expertise is in voice, audio, audio content, you know, bring that value. Um, you know, Clemente's, uh, strength is in content, bring that value. Like, you know, maybe it's art, maybe it's analytics. Um, you know, there's so many ways that you all have value that aren't even web three. They're, they're very just who you are. Um, if you can bring that value, um, it's the whole give, 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 and then ask. Um, so the, the context of this discussion around how do you get a job in Web3 is this. Uh, we're hearing about more and more companies uh, enter the Web3 space with a new strategy. You know, For instance, Absolute just applied for a trademark for their Malibu rum brand for virtual apparel and more. And we're seeing this you know, over and over again, uh, big companies coming into the Web3 space. So, so we're really trying to figure out how can you all best position yourselves if you want to get in Web3 to get those jobs. Um, so let's, uh, let's go around uh, the speakers and, and chit-chat about this um, and uh, hopefully uh, give you all some, some great ideas on this. Uh, Justin, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Finally, after like eight weeks in a row, I finally got chosen. So I appreciate nice. it. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. So um, one of the things I, I, I agree with, like the voice um, of DeFi's points community, right? And, you know, right now, too, I'm also currently, you know, I'm not going to shill it, but working on like a Web3 job, uh, jobs board as well. So I get the opportunity every day to, you know, interview founders and, and projects and, and get to talk to them about, you know, and I get to see resumes all the time, too. Um, so one of nice. the things that I get asked a lot is, you know, you know, how do you get started in this space? Whether, you know, you like Web3 in general, or maybe you want to switch career going from Web2 to Web3. And I think one big thing is personal brand, um, you know, growth. We've, we've seen people in this space where it's like, do newsletters, you can make threads, you know, motivational stuff. You can, you know, whether it be memes and, and spam GMs all the time in the morning, whether it be, you know, shit talking, whatever it may be, you know, there is a way for you in this space to grow your brand. And, you know, major platform is obviously 90%, 95% Twitter, but we've also seen people, um, you know, branch out to TikTok, like K-Money, I believe, right? It's really started with doing a lot of video, really fun skits. And that's also an amazing way for him to grow and look where he's been, you know, in the past year. Super amazing. I've, I've been following him when he was under 2K followers. Um, so I think that's one. And I mm-hmm. think another top point that I want to point out too is, you know, how do you bring value to other people? You know, I, I know some people want to be a moderator, they want to be a you know, marketer, whatever it may be. But I think the, the way to find out what role you're good in is, you know, what you're currently doing now, because your Web 2 assets and skills correlate to Web 3. So for my example, you know, I, I, I'm in a lot of Twitter spaces as well as like I'm a speaker for a few different projects, because in Web 2, I realized that in high school, I love going up PowerPoints and I love killing it. And you love PowerPoint? People, I love presenting. That was my <laughs> that was my awesome. thing. So, you know, in, in high school, you know, just to talk a little bit about it, I always get three uh, people, let's just say a group of four, 
I get a, a person that's really good at making the graphics and the design. I get one really smart person who does all the research. I get another person who makes the, the group fun, just like talk and mess around and throw stuff around the classroom. And I just sit there, chill on my phone. And then I'm like, okay, you guys do all the work, but I'll, 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 I got you guys on the PowerPoint. And I go up, I present, and the teacher's like, wow, you, you're so good. And you just give everybody right, an so you add value. Right. Yeah, I love so, it, Justin. So you're so saying then, you're saying, hey, let's focus on your strengths, right? Um, you know, first you said build your brand, second focus on your strengths. Uh, just to play off that, I appreciate you stopping by. Um, you know, a lot of the people that have gotten uh that I've hired or gotten onto my radar that I brought into Web3 uh haven't built their personal brand. They're just are offering a lot of value. And I want to encourage you all uh, uh, Probably the majority of you, you know, don't want to be on stage, you know, don't want to build a brand, uh, don't want to have a super public per, uh, persona, and you can still win and you can still get a, a, an amazing job in Web3 and you can still build something big. And here's why. You have a superpower. I don't know what it is, uh, but all of us have a strength. And I think if you focus on that strength, uh, and again, it could be a, a thousand different things, Right. Uh, if you can figure out how to use that strength to help somebody uh, do what they're trying to do, uh, there's a good chance that they'll appreciate it, that they'll notice, right? You know, take for, for example, if you are really good at logistics, like you love details, you love planning, uh, you love researching, those are all very kind of private, you know, quiet things. Uh, say that there is a Web3 uh, initiative coming out and they're thinking about doing a world tour and they've got to figure out, you know, what cities do we hit? Uh, what hotels do we stay in? Um, what venues do we, do we look at? Uh, you know, if you could start to think about that for them and then DM them and say, you know, I, I, I hear you're trying to do this. I've thought a lot about it. I'm actually really good at this. You know, here's a little plan that I would use if I were you, I hope it's valuable. Right. Um, and I'm not saying do a ton of work for free. What I'm trying to say is use your superpower uh, to help somebody, and then it will probably come back. Y'all, the, the thing we don't have, none of us, is time, right? And so if someone's able to come in and offer you uh, thought power, brain power, uh, brain cycles that they put together, which saves you time, uh, which gives you good ideas, that's always a good thing. Um, and I'd encourage you just to build those relationships. It takes time. You know, so if you come up on a stage in web in a in, in Twitter space, you know the first thing to do is offer value. Hey, I have this expertise. Uh, here's uh, something that may help everybody. Um, and then all of a sudden, people go, "Oh, that's useful and interesting. Maybe I'll follow that person." And then and then you offer a couple of those ideas on Twitter, and then you DM someone who needs help. It just builds. Now it takes time. Like none of this happens fast. Uh, you know, easily. Uh, you know, these kind of relationship building um, uh, efforts, you know, providing value efforts could take a year minimum. Um, so I think if you're prepared to, to, to do that, it will put you in a very good place uh, for, for, for getting hired. And you may actually get hired before you even know there's a job available. Um, so uh, a lot of thoughts I have on that. Uh, let's go next to CryptoBerry. Hello. Uh, GM Ryan, GM Clemente, GM Daily Dosers. I uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, yeah, I had a lot to say about the previous topic, uh, but I do have something to say on the current one as well. And I mean, Justin really said most of what I had to say. 
so I, w- I just wanted to say that for those of us that are just moving into Web3 or have been in Web3 but just silently sitting around, uh, I would suggest that there's a lot of blueprints on how to make it in Web3. There's a lot of people that have made it in a lot of different niches inside of Web3. And so my main suggestion would be to learn from other people's mistakes instead of your own. There's so many accounts that provide you free value that uh, give you tons of ideas on how to build your own personal brand. If you want to do that, if you want to become a community manager, if you want to be a moderator, if you want to be a developer in the space, there's so much content available in Web3 if you follow the right people. And I would Mm -hmm. also like to shout out NFT God, because that's somebody who did onboard me onto this space. And that's someone who's uh, echoed this idea constantly as well about how you can do that. And um, how exactly add value to everything. He adds value to the space and for free as well. And that's what I would suggest. Do not pay for any sort of education in this space when you can get it all for free. Right. That's there's a lot of yeah. good education. I actually learned a lot of uh, the core foundational principles of Web3 from A16Z's crypto school. You know, all the videos were on YouTube. Um, I watched every single one, took notes, learned. Um, so, uh, you know, I appreciate you uh, pointing that out, CryptoBerry. The, you know, I, I want to like encourage you all though. I, I actually don't think you need to build a personal brand. I think that's overrated. I think what you need to do is offer value. Um, you know, uh, for instance, the, the person right now that is helping me defarm the allow list right now, I, I literally have no idea how many followers they have on Twitter and I don't care. I, I don't care about their brand. Like all I care about is the value, uh, that they're bringing the knowledge they're bringing. Um, and that's how you build relationships. Uh, we are, we're very, we're, we're human, uh, like at its core, um, and we, we are relational at our core. Um, so the more, the more you can put yourself in the other person's shoes and think about what they need and offer value, the more likely it is that, uh, that, that somehow will come back to you. Uh, if you're being genuine, uh, Clemente. Yeah, you're, you're getting me fired up, but I'm, I'm, so I'm going to try to contain myself, but you mentioned one, <laughs> don't uh, contain yourself, but what? <laughs> bring up the Chile and let's go. Oh God. One, uh, one big thing you, you mentioned, Ryan is like, finding your superpower, right? And I think that that's something that I've really, uh, that was a big theme of like my 2022, but it, it took a while, right? And I think there's a lot of people that are thinking to themselves like, hey, I, I have no idea what the hell my superpower is. Do, do you have any like, step-by-step process or tips that you could share for someone that's wanting to explore that a little bit further? Good question. And this is a hard one, y'all. Um and I'll, you know, to share a personal story, uh, you know, I thought about doing Twitter spaces, uh, a while ago, um, started doing it just cause I thought, Hey, you know, we're doing all this daily analysis. Why don't we do it as a Twitter space? Maybe we'll offer value. And then as I started to do it, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, I like this. Like, I, f- I feel good at this. Like this just feels so natural and so fun and it gives me energy and I discovered it. Like, oh, this is, this is amazing. I can't believe I love this and I can't believe other people are loving it. It's, you know, this is working. I'm 45 y'all. Um, you know, I've, I've been on Twitter since 2006. So it, sometimes it takes time. So, so you, what, what I would encourage you to do 
my one piece of advice is, is, is this, um, watch where your mind goes and where your energy levels go, uh, as you kind of go through your day. Um, and if you notice spikes, um, pay attention, um, and don't judge yourself. If, if it's something you think, well, that it's weird that I get energy from that, or I don't think other people will like it, or I don't think they'll find it valuable. Try to ignore that and just dive in, um, and, uh, and see where it takes you. Um, the other important thing is, is give yourself some mental space to do it. So I, you know, that you all know that I'm bad at this. Uh, you know, if you see me on Twitter, you know, past 6 PM, you know, I'm being bad. Um, I'm trying to, trying to put my phone away, but I did it last night. I turned off my phone. Um, and Jill and I sat by the fire and we watched a show on, on, on the BBC. And, and then, uh, instead of picking my phone back up, you know, I, uh, I didn't. And then I got out my journal and I started writing ideas and all these like exciting daily dose ideas, you know, bubbled up and, 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 and that released some of that creativity. So try to give yourself space. Um, I also meditate. I'm just a big fan of, of kind of being present. So a couple ideas um, to think about, but good, good question, Clemente. I feel like, gosh, we could go on and on and on about, about this. It's a great, great topic. Let's, um, Let's keep trying to crank through these hands. Got a lot of great speakers up on the stage. Uh, Muir, how's it going? GM, GM, Dave Doster is Ryan Clemente. It's good to be back. Happy 2023. Thank you. Um, Yeah, you guys have said a lot of great notes on this current topic. Um, And, you know, if you're not out here trying to build your personal brand and, you know, with NFT inspect currently going down, it's uncertain what the future of that will be. I think there's going to be a new opportunity for people who are really contributing value, who are making, you know, if they're in the GM game, they're making them personal. If they're doing their threads, they're going to get more attention. And it's going to be less farmy. So if you're creating genuine value, I think now more than ever, it's going to be recognized and um, we're going to see a new opportunity for that. I think as far as, sorry, go ahead. I said, amen. I'm agreeing. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> I, I think it. as far as employment in Web3 goes, I think you're 100% right. You know, you don't have to have the most followers, et cetera. And now again, with NMT Inspect going down, I think that's going to be more true now than ever. Um, but I think you need to come, if you're not building with a portfolio, you know, you need to, you need to come showing that you've done something consistently, whether that's hosting spaces, whether that's creating threads, you know, have, have a proof of concept um, ready to go and be able to display that when the time comes. Amen. Yeah. Do the prep work, do the work, put in the time. Um, so that when you, when you offer value, it's real value. Um, I love that mirror. Thank you. Um, let's go next to uh, Sav. Hello. GM, GM. How's everything? Welcome. Is it save or SAV? I want to know. Sav. Okay, good. I said it. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think like the big thing for me personally is to try and push people towards jobs that are going to be, you know, recession proof if we do have a recession and looking at Web3, right? It's what's missing and what's in the ve- in demand, which Solidity obviously takes a lot of work to learn. It's not just, you know, learn to code, but grind it out and really get professional and good at it. Uh, beyond that, I mean, something a little bit easier to attain for people who don't want to learn a new language, event planning. How many times have we shown up to an event and had lines, you know, 100%. three blocks down, right? Um, definitely, definitely absurd. Uh, I do think, you know, the, the building your own brand is great. But at the same time, a lot of the biggest builders that I know in the space have, you know, quote unquote, terrible followings on Twitter, terrible engagement. And, you know, these guys, they're building, it's more like an iceberg. There's, you know, a little bit of followers, but they're actually major players in the space. Obviously, there's outliers, but, you know, so much of it is going on behind the scenes. And as a third point, I do think there's something to splitting like a side hobby and a hustle. 
my friend was going to work for a major gambling company and they ended up not even doing the NFT marketplace that he was going to be the head of. Luckily, he stayed with a credit card company. He still does NFTs on the side. But there is a job security aspect to having a more reliable job where in crypto, if we do go through a four or five year bear market again, we're what, a year and a half in? It's nice to have money coming in and be able to do this on the side. Hey, man. Yeah, it does give you extra personal runway. Thanks, Sav. Appreciate it. Um, I, I just can't emphasize enough how much people appreciate you bringing true value to them. It's so rare, y'all. I mean, I don't... I love my family, uh, but you know, I don't even get cards from my family. Um, like my mom doesn't send me a card. I love my mom with oh, mom. I love you. If you're listening, you are my life. You're literally tattooed on my arm, but she doesn't send me a card cause you know, she's busy. Uh, so can you imagine the impact you could have in someone's life by, by, by literally doing something like sending them a card, offering value, spending time to, to help them. It's just, there's nothing more valuable in life than time and attention. So I'll just keep saying that over and over again. Uh, uh, Ed Balloon, what's up, brother? Good to have you. Hi, I know. I <laughs> wow, I'm just so happy about this space. It's so incredible here. how 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 it's grown. Um, you know, I I can only stop in here and there because I have meetings and stuff. But uh, and I'm on the west side, so you know, you guys are pretty early. But You're I think up early I, for us. <laughs> I did want to tap into, um, and I'm not sure if it's okay to talk about the superpower. Please um, do. And I think um, a lot of times, especially when it comes to artists in this space, we, or just artists in general, right? Like, or just people in general, right? sometimes you don't know you have the superpower until you're like in this very tough situation. And it could just be maybe the sake of like, oh, I, you know, going into like, it could be easily, easily just be like being in like, places right and going on stage and talking about your work um i think sometimes like artists um a good amount of us are introverted right and we don't talk about our work like that it's uh something where we just we put it out there and hey this is what it is and so um, can i talk about your work for a second <laughs> um y'all ed is an amazing artist no joke and i i you know I'm, I'm not i don't have a bag i'm not being paid to say that um ed, ed is legit and i uh, just want to give you props you should check out his art I, I appreciate the love, Ryan. Um, and, but yeah, incredible host. Um, but even that too, right? Like hosting, you you were just like, oh, you know, I'm just going to try this out. And I think a lot of times people get caught up in, as you guys were talking about, the engagement. And like, oh, if there's not like a thousand people, even though this one has a lot of, <laughs> but it didn't always have that many people. No, we were small. Right? It, no, no it, one cared. It didn't always again. have this many people, right? And it's not about that, right? I, I think, honestly, to be, and I told Ryan, I was like, yo, you are really good at, <laughs> like, your spaces are really good. Um, and it's it's about value. It's also about what do you bring into the table. It's also about, but, like, that's a superpower that you didn't know you had until you did it. And I think it's sometimes about just taking that risk. And it's, it's really, like, scary. Like, even artists putting the work out. It's like, hey, what is, and it's about, like, what are you going to do and when you feel like you're in this tough situation and you don't know, but you have, you have to tap into that superpower and it only really happens when you take that risk. So I'm all about hundred you know, percent about doing that. And, and so when you guys were talking about that, I was like, yeah, like um, I think sometimes we, we don't talk about that enough because it is scary. It is scary. You don't, and you don't know if you have it. It's so easy to talk yourself out of things. Hey, um, man, I literally and, just got goosebumps yeah. Ed, because you're <laughs> right. It, it is scary. 
like to, to offer what you feel is, is precious to you that, that you're not sure if somebody else finds precious is really freaking scary. Um, cause it can hurt you really bad if someone doesn't want it. Right. Um, but, but if you're in, and at a, well, how do you, Ed, why don't we, I want to ask you, like, how do you drum up the, the support or encouragement to put yourself out there when you're not sure? Um, so I have always been someone, <laughs> this is why I love the whole fuck around and find out. Um, thing um, because I think <laughs> I'm around to find out. <laughs> uh, I, you just made I me say I'm, a bad word, but I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, F around and find. I mean, but like, I think it's always kind of been something that I've uh, had to channel, and it's always because I, I think I've always been someone who has been underestimated or had to prove myself. And it was like, okay, well, you know what? Um, I'm this black kid from the projects. Oh, you can't go into that room, or you can't go into like you're not you're not going to be able to go to that like that prestigious college. Okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna you know apply anyway. Got it, right? Like, and so it's like, okay, well, you can do this, right? Oh, I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh, you can do it like, better. Don't like, you know, oh, we don't like people. Or like, you, you, there's not a lot of people who look like you at the table. Well, I'm gonna try to make sure that I put myself in that room anyway. And it's really, um, it really comes from this place of. Um, you really have to have people around you sometimes too, where they can really encourage you and say why not, why not, right? Like, you, like you have to have that type of voice saying why not? Why can't you be there? Because there's a lot of times you hear that voice saying, oh, you don't de- like you don't deserve to be there, and you really have to tell you. Yeah. At least for me, like it's always like you don't deserve to be there. Like so you're let not it drive you. Yeah, so you have to be like, well, why not? Am I, why why am I not good enough? Well, I think you're, you know, you're, you're a liar. I'm gonna go and do it anyway. Right. And it's really you hard, it. though. It's really hard, though. It's like it's yeah. the hardest thing because you have to talk yourself. It's so easy to talk yourself out of doing things because of just like fear and mm-hmm. what the world is, and especially if you don't see yourself in these places or things, or or yeah. if you just, you know, or if you're like always being underestimated, or if rejection has always been a huge part in your life, right? And so, and I think that's what it is too. We we're always, and it's crazy. Like you could be 45, 55, 65. Rejection has its way of playing its role in your life. And it can stop you from trying to do a lot of things. So like, when you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I don't care. Right. Like, (laughs) like I'm I'm tired. (laughs) Because the thing about it is like, if, whether you've been like, if you've been rejected, it's going to stop you from doing things, but you never know. You always like, you never know. And that rejection though, can make you say, you know what? Well, Maybe that wasn't what I I deserved. There's something better, and it yeah. allows you to tap into that superpower there. Where yeah, I like, love okay, it. You know, let me do something else. So, so yeah, like I, I I appreciate when you said that. I was like, you know, yeah, let's let's talk about that for 2023. Superpower, because I think we don't talk about that enough. No, Ed, thank you, and I I really appreciate you stopping by and and giving advice for how how can people drum up the courage to put themselves out there and and um. I love your work. I can't wait to see what you do in 2023. Um, what a fun session, y'all. Um, we are out of time. I, I so wish uh, we could get to everybody on stage. I'm sorry. Um, but we appreciate you being up here. Uh, keep coming back. We'll get you. Um, y'all, you spending time with with me, Clemente, the other speakers, the other Daily Dosers uh, means the world. Um, this is an hour in your life. Uh, and your hours are numbered. And I, I, I really, really appreciate it. Um, we, we're not dropping a poap today. Uh, just wanted to randomize it a bit. Wanted to, you know, reduce the, 
the feeling that could feel kind of grindy, you know, which don't want that, um, you know, uh, and so not going to do it today. Um, hoping you got a lot of value out of the show, a lot of connection, a lot of education, a lot of inspiration. Uh, and I hope you are connecting to each other and supporting each other. The whole point of this last segment was, it was really encouraging you to start offering value to each other. It's, it's the way we're all going to be lifted up. So, um, so that is the show for today. Uh, we're going to make it random just so you know, some days drop co-ops, some days not just, just want to make it a little more delightful when it happens, less grindy. Um, so appreciate y'all, all, all, you know, walk in this journey with us. We're going to adapt as we go. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a fun show. The, the ever famous, ever amazing Zeneca is joining us. Uh, can't wait for that. It's going to be a lot of fun to have Zen up on the show. Uh, thanks to a lucky trader, Mentify, the, the help make this engine go. They bring a lot of value. Uh, they provide some capital to help us crank. Uh, really appreciate them. They offer their valuing. Uh, they offer their valuing. <laughs> the value they're offering. And I appreciate all you amazing speakers for coming up. Thanks, Clemente, for being an amazing co-host. Don't forget about the the, the pop-in post-show. Um, it's another great show. And uh, don't forget about the NYC meetup on January 21st if you are on the East Coast of America. I'll be there. It would be fun to see you. Uh, Clemente, take it away with some tunes, brother. 